0: You're listening to a DM podcast. We are underway.
1: G'day guys, welcome to Talking League. We're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. Back to full strength tonight. First off, g'day Andy. How you going, TK? Doing really good, mate. Really, really good round. We'll chat more a little bit in a sec, but we'll bring back the snake. He's back. Hello, snake. (laughs) <laughs> How are we lads? We I um We miss you.
2: Yeah, I know there was a bit of confusion last Tuesday with the the timings but uh no. <laughs> I, first thing I needed to, to get out of the way is uh I'm actually not winning the, the draft and I have to apologise to Curtis because he's actually in front, the one man team of Cleary. Um uh, but yeah, enjoy it for while it lasts, Curtis. And um
0: <laughs> oh, I've actually GF. got
2: I've got him next week, um
0: hope and the cleary gets rested, but I doubt they will because the Panthers got beat by the Tigers, but
1: because he gets rested he's got no chance. <laughs> he's got no one else. Yeah, you, you get flogged. Absolutely flogged. All right, guys, tonight, so we've got our normal Sunday wrap, so we'll go through our classic ranks and results. studs and duds, injury wrap and suspensions, and we'll tackle a few burning questions leading into round 14. But let's kick things off. Corbs, how'd you go this week?
2: I cracked the 700, went 703. Beautiful. Probably... Wanted Hines to get a bit bigger, but I think most people would have been um, captaining Hines in that sort of top contingent. So, um, yeah, that not a massive issue. Moses going off early, annoying. He sort of hold players for that bye round and then, geez, he, he had, what, 50 minutes? I don't reckon he had much more than that. He didn't play much of the second half. Anyway, I, uh, I, I was, what was I? I was 2000... Uh, three hundred placing before the round, and I've come into one thousand thirty-eight. So I'm just sitting outside the the thousand. So I'll Beautiful. I'll take that. I didn't do any trades either, which is probably the biggest you know, <laughs> the big time, Andy. Um, so I've had
0: twelve players, and I scored six hundred forty-three. That's good. Cool. So not too bad. I've I've actually got back into the uh, the top ten thousands. <laughs> so nine thousand five hundred forty-nine. So I'm. Slowly coming back. Um, overall, <laughs> overall scores exactly twelve hundred. Oh, sorry, twelve
1: thousand.
0: Nice. You, you... So, how how far is that from you guys? Your last month's you know?
1: been very, very good. I'll just tell you in one sec. Um, well, right. my overall's twelve thousand
2: five hundred fifty-three. So, ooh, it's a lot to catch up. I'm twelve eight hundred six.
1: So I'd yeah,
2: bringing in, in TK, bringing in TK. Yeah, round. yeah.
1: My planning, my planning has come good finally. So I'm at rank 134 now, which is huge because I started at 720 something. So big round 805. Nico Hines I got let down a little bit, like yourself, but I was going for about 800. I thought that was kind of what I was estimating I was going to get. So I've pulled it out. Now I'll give myself a chance, but I'm still way off the leader. The leader's still like 400 points ahead of me. So there's still a huge amount of, like, catch-up to do. But I don't think I can win it, but I think I can finish in the top 50 if I can pick right over the next kind of four weeks. Four week, Next four weeks is crucial, going into that next period, because we're really going cool. to set ourselves up. Yeah, what, what's I ask? your
2: aim from here? What's your, boys? I'm going... I want top 500 from here, I reckon. Yeah, that's a good goal.
1: i look at... Like, the guy that's coming 50th is only, like, 90 points ahead of me. So the gap's quite small. So it only takes one or two good rounds for me to catch back up. So... I reckon top fifty would be a great goal to to get, especially the amount of time that we're kind of spending on this as well.
0: For me, to for me to claw back to top five thousand, I'd probably be happy with that. If I can claw up a bit of self respect,
1: mate, you'd be you be surprised how how small the gap probably is between 5,000 10,000. You lost a bit of self-respect last night, actually. So yeah, you need, <laughs> you need to pick a bit back up.
0: That, that was a good night. That was for two o'clock finishes. That was not too bad.
1: In saying that, Andy, like there was a lot of interest in your punters' club this week. Ah, oh. jeez. So, oh, talk, talk, talk me through the emotions of because what you wanted nearly came off, but just in the wrong oh, scenario. Could,
0: well, I've seen it. In, in both plays that I sort of did predict happened. That there was a Gutho. Cut out past the Sivo uh, for his second try. And then also just the, the kind of block play hands it to Sivo and he just dominates that winger. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just unfortunate. It wasn't first. Hindsight could, could have played it safe. But uh, look, I got a big win last week. So just, it was more or less a Hail Mary. If it come off, geez, would have been so good.
1: Yeah, you still um, got you two in? legs.
2: Two legs of yours, TK.
1: Yeah, but mine. Bad. Mine was kind of a little bit more kind of conservative, though. Like Andy went, he went for a, a big home run, a big, big one.
2: Yeah, so It's was probably the worst of the lot. I only got one of mine. Yeah, big time. Sorry, you. We just lost you, Andy. Yeah, I thought so.
0: Uh, look, I'm, I'm a bit upset, but uh, he did score, so I'm happy that my analysis still worked out. It was just more of a a bit of a gamble they didn't score first. (laughs)
1: His analysis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned for next week. (laughs) Uh,
1: It's it's, it's drawn some good interest. So I think it's a... We're still at 393%.
2: So we dropped back. I think we're at 415 last week. So no wins on the weekend hurts us. I think that's only the second time it's happened this year. Yeah. Which is... Or with no wins. Yeah.
1: Most weeks, one of us jags one. Which has been good. Yeah. Before we move on, uh, ladies and gentlemen, so the as you noticed, probably the Thursday show we're, we're not going to be doing that anymore. But the segments of the Thursday show will be incorporating into the Tuesday show, and things like the tips and the punters club that'll be going straight onto the social media. So make sure that you follow us across all the social medias, Talking League Pod on F- Facebook and Insta, Talking League One on Twitter. Big shout out to everyone viewing on Facebook Live as well. That's been going well. So thank you <clears throat> to everyone that's been supporting that. <clears throat> that's why I'm nearly dying. <laughs> <laughs> but, boys, let's get to the studs and duds. So, how good is this, bloke? Andy, kick us off with a stud, mate. Who you got? Look, it's a bit of a love hate relationship. He, he didn't
0: score first, but man, did he score well. Sevo um, the, the unsung, not, unsung hero, I guess. 74 points, um, two tries, one try assist, five tackle breaks, two line breaks, two line break assists, and three offloads. Uh, you, I still hate him for not scoring first, but GZ played well. Uh, a power back. The the last did you see the top um, points from the last 13 rounds or the last round was, I think in the top six there was four power
2: players. Of
1: hey, course, cool. uh, <laughs> the overreaction from a Parramatta fan is just it, it's ludicrous.
2: Yeah, it's it, it's the same thing every year though, and it's just yeah. funny. It's funny to watch them just sink into their little hole again
1: at that the Homer mean back into the bush. It'll happen again this year. Yeah, big game this week coming up too. they got the West Tigers who's coming in a little bit of form and then after that the Bulldogs. So it's probably a good thing, eh, Andy? Like, you hold Parramatta players for the next two weeks because they're bullies.
0: Yeah, that's true. I think next week we'll test them, um, but with the Brown back I think they still should score well. Mm. Uh, I, I guess there's a couple that you'd probably be iffy about going to round 17, but I think at the moment they're still scoring pretty well if they can um, get a good run, like you said. Uh, they should be your right to hold. Because
1: then the week after that they play Penrith, so things might be, <laughs> things might come crashing down very fast. Is that round eighteen? Yeah, yeah. no, round sixteen. I think that's going to be your sell. If you need to sell paramedic oh. players, I think round sixteen is the one. But Cobbs, yourself, you'll be looking at a Storm boy.
2: Yeah, I think I've missed the um, missed him because he's just what eight fourteen k. What was his break even coming in? 65 break even, and he scored an 81. Jerome Hughes, yes. he's just killing it. And, yeah, another 81 just with a try assist, a few other stats, but no tries or other massive big attacking stats. To get an 81 is quite big. He's just sort of one of those blokes. I wish I did get on him because he's not going to get rested, and you're going to be safe with him with all those other guys in the storm. Uh, like, yeah, the Munster, the, the Grant. Even the Brandon Smith, the other big block forwards, they got so much rotation and so much uh, backup there. Their sport for choice, but I think he's going to be the guy that just sort of stays there as long as he can. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, like they won't need to rest him. So, yeah, annoying I didn't get him because he's been damn good the last few weeks, last seven weeks or so. Apart, yeah. from,
1: apart from Cleary, he's the second best halfback in the whole league, I reckon. Like he's very, he's closing that gap too week by week. Yeah. What's his, what's his ownership? His so ownership is under 10%. No, that's 9.3%. N- sure. That's crazy low. Mm. I think people will be jumping on board, but they might have missed the boat. But, boys, the guy that I like was that Trent Loy... I hope I don't spoil his last name, but Loyero. Like, <clears throat> he hit the, the line really hard. He got a 77 against the Titans. 49 tackles, one try, three tackle breaks, two turnovers in defense, and he even had 12 demerits, so he could have scored even more. Damn. So... He's actually just doing a little bit of research. He's a Sunshine Coast junior that they signed last year when they went up to, to the Sunshine Coast. He's 20 years old. Now, his PPM is 0.98. And when you have a look, it's kind of opening up for him. Kafusi's C- C- into origin. You've got last night, Kenny Bromish got injured. They think thinking maybe three to five weeks. He's jumped Chris Lewis, Tom Eisenhuth, and he's priced at 228. So if you're looking at it as a cash-out, it might make you a little bit of cash, and you've got some trades up your sleeve. This Trent Loyero, I hope I'm pronouncing that right again, he could be a bit of a goer here, because I think he's going to see a little bit of action. Yeah, when you sort
2: of mentioned, has anyone sort of caught your eye? Uh, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, yeah he was definitely one. I mean, yeah, he scored pretty well. And <laughs> like you said, the the lack of uh, second rows with Kenny going, he could be a big in. Mm, especially- oh, he's, def-
1: he's definitely had a good... Uh, first impression anyways big time and he scored two tries in his three games that he's played this year as well so he's he's got a little bit of footwork and he's got a bit of size about him as well he's 106 kilos looking at his profile 6 foot 4 as well so he's a big lump lump of a lad he is a big lump of a lad <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like to defend him on the try line <laughs> that's for sure alright boys let's move on Corbs kick us off with your dud man. Ah, uh,
2: Bradman Best. A lot of people, like his year last year, and even first couple of games this year, he killed it. But he got a 13, lowest of the year. And a lot of people would have seen him as a cheap buy bringing into round 13. And, yeah, he just did not perform. That was terrible. I mean, if Tex Hoy scoring more than you, then that's not great. <laughs> so, I'll, yeah, feel for those that bought him in. I just, I'll, and even though, like, he's going to get cheaper now again. But I just don't think you can go near him or the Knights at the moment because we've got a couple other blokes to talk about uh, now that they've got their round 13 out of the way They're A bit of a worry, the old Knights. I agree, mate. Andy, who you got in your duds, mate?
0: Um, my boy, Jermaine, not my boy, sorry. Uh, Jermaine Saka. He's, he's sort of on the on the down in form. And I don't know, Ken, for those who are holding um, Tessie New, do you reckon he gets another chance back at fullback? Because <laughs> Saka's not doing too well. He had... 10 fancy points. I know he did come off. I don't know if he was injured or he got pulled, but it was 66 minutes he played only. Mm. Two missed tackles, and he had four errors. Um, and, and last of all, it was against the Dragons as well, which is even worse, <laughs> he scored so bad. So, yeah, with 10 fancy points, uh, I yeah. think maybe uh, he's my dud, but I don't know, do you reckon Tessie and you get to look in again? Like, what's... Nah, not a, surely that, not a The fan rotation fan. they've had on, with um, wingers, centers coming out, surely, like, what, what was so bad about him?
1: I just think he was inconsistent. But the worst thing is, imagine being the coach that let Reece Walsh go. I
0: oh, know. Oh. <laughs>
2: Oregon gets caught up every fortnight. You know, the list of players that they've let go, you know, just recently, he would have slotted yeah. in perfectly to that fullback, fullback role.
1: So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to follow that one if he is injured, because they wouldn't have a huge amount of depth back there. That, they had a couple of nice. That guy that scored two tries. What's his name again? He was pretty good on the edge. I've got his oh, the, um, here somewhere. The, the second row oh, last week. He's already yeah. he copped a in. Oh, TC Rapati. Rup- yeah, Raparty's good, but he's not a fullback, so they might struggle in that. And then I heard Milfs out for a month.
2: He had to get. Um, was, that was only just before this started. He's out for a month. He's got to get something done to his knee or groin or something. But he would have been he would have been waiting on an injury to get back in anyway. I think.
1: What
0: well, about yourself, Teko? Who's your dad for
1: this yeah, week? Brian Kelly. You know, I've wrapped him in the start season. He's just got nothing now. Even he's trying, he's scoring tries, he's bombing tries. For a guy that, have a look at his stats. So he's one try, three tackle breaks, two offloads, and 129 metres run. You'd think he scored 50. He scored 27. His demerits, hmm. three missed tackles, three errors, which included one bomb try over the line. And then he bombed another one, not passing the Sami as well. He had one penalty. So that's 14 demerits. He'll be lining up the RTA for weeks. With this this sort of thing. <laughs> he lost his license for for two years. <laughs> he should. He'll be relying on his
2: mates for lifts for a while. I think <laughs> license gone. Yeah. I just quickly too. It say NRL physio Milford missed a month, underwent knee surgery.
1: Right. There you go. Okay. All right, boys. Let's just wrap. Through a few injuries and also suspensions, there's plenty to talk about, and then we'll wrap into our burning questions. But injuries, read Marnie will be interesting. Shoulder scans tomorrow. That could open up uh Darcy, uh not Darcy, Joey Lussick. So have a look at that. Uh, Kenny Bromwich, ribs, three to five weeks. Dane Gagoy's got tonsillitis, so he's in doubt for origin. Moses Empire, knee knee bruising, should be right next week. Kobe Hetherington, uh, Hetherington he's got... An ankle injury as well. He's got scans coming up now. Suspensions: Nelson, Asofa. Solomona, two charges. We're looking at one week. Big ones: Remus Smith. He's looking at two weeks. And then we've got fines for Robert Jennings, Dylan Edwards, Moses Mbai, James Roberts, T.C. Rapati, and Patrick Herbert. Now, injuries possible. There's possible returns for some key players. Katoni Stags looks like he's returning. Joseph Tarpany, Jeremy Marshall King, Lachlan Lewis, Corey Allen, Josh Schuster, Kieran Forum. Zach Lomax, Aidan Fenua-Blake, and Josh Curran. It's pretty big. Back from suspension next week, Josh Papali, Angus Crichton, Jason Tamulolo Lachlan Burr, Chris Smith, Sione Katoa from the Dogs, Josh Dugan, Teague Wilton, Herman Essay, and Moses Leota. So a fair bit of players coming back in and out of that fantasy, boys.
2: Yeah, that is huge. You're going to have to... I'm going to have to see that list written down because there was too many yeah. names there. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. absolutely. So I,
0: I, I was going to say about the um, the gay guy, Tonslitis. Have you ever ever had, went into an Origin where there hasn't been some sort of injury or sickness that's been in the Queensland camp? Exactly. He'll be he'll be fine to play. He'll play on Wednesday. There's no doubt in my mind. They're always poor Swifties. They're going to need all oh. the luck
1: they they're going to need all the luck they can have. We're going to flog them on Wednesday. Oh, look, we said that last year. <laughs> any team with Kyle oh. Felt in there like I've got a lot of confidence hey have they, previous, have they named the premiership winner have they named their side now oh, Actually, no. they'll name it an hour before the game probably yeah they so arrogant yeah
0: honestly it, yeah we might have we might have Queensland fans on here so we'll be, be polite <laughs>
1: oh
2: they, they just keep going on about eight in a uh eight in a row all right
1: there's not much rebuttal. Let's rip through this burning question. So first one, let's have a look a little bit of a strategy and planning ahead for round 17. Now, Corb, to start with you, now we've done this first buy round of round 13. Now it's going to get a little bit trickier because there's probably less and less keepers coming up. What's your initial thoughts on a strategy towards moving in this next four weeks?
2: Well, mine will depend on who's rested. If Turbo's rested that's, and he's got a uh, quick backup in the other Origin games... Mm. That tells me that I'm not wasting time with him, so I'll punt him. And if Umbye is playing 5'8", and Dewey's still in the centres, I'm going to punt him as well. Both wing are fullbacks, I'm sort of loaded in that area. Uh, I might just hold Remus Smith for a week, but probably look to move him on. But just because he's not um, having or holding as much cash, I'll probably get rid of um, Dewey, who will leak a bit more than Remus. And yeah, Turbo's just too much cash on the bench, but... It'll sort of depend on um, what happens with Origin as, as well, I guess, because I've got three or four, four of uh, Origin players.
1: Yeah, nice. How many Origin players have you got now, Andy? Because you dropped a few on the weekend. I did. Uh, one, two, uh, uh, three. Uh,
0: just three. Three, so I dropped a couple, so that's all right, I, I guess. I'm, I'm going to have to probably use all – because I'm playing catch-ups, I'm going to have to make a few risky plays. So the next the next three weeks, I'll probably make two trades every week trying to actually get some more plays in round 17. Yep. Uh, so that's my plan. But the players i have to pick, i have to be smart about them and pick actual – I can't be picking up cheapies who may not play in uh, rounds 18 to 25 yep. because oh, I don't have that luxury because <laughs> I'll only have – after six trades, i only have – seven trades to sort of float to ha- deal with injuries or suspensions after that. So it's going to be a, um, a ball to the wall, <laughs> risky sort of
1: uh, couple of weeks for me. Yeah, for sure. I'm in the same boat. I've only got 14 trades left. So what I'm probably thinking is I'll make probably six or seven in the next four weeks. And then same thing, by round 18, I want to kind of be sitting on about seven trades. So I want to have eight or nine players. Really, I want to create a team in round 17 one to kind of 21 that I believe will help, I'll continue to hold all the way through to the end, pending just injuries and suspensions. Because yep. I just don't want to fill the spots just for the sake of filling the spots. Like, and we'll go through our list of kind of guys that we are interested in moving ahead as well, which we'll probably touch on now as a second question. Corb's kick us off. Who's players of interest moving forward in these next four weeks? Have you made a list of guys that you are interested in?
2: Yeah, the uh, Fenua Blake, he's probably a big one. I guess and Lomax, I just want to see if they come back. They're two big ones that I don't mind, but I'm just like a lot of people that we've spoke to and got on the show, the the centre roulette. I mean, maybe I'll just hold a couple of my centres and just back them to – because sometimes even those the the sort of top-tier centres can get poor scores. Yeah. But yeah, and then the jewels like the Tohu Harris's – Probably going to come in for, um, I'm not sure yet. I've, yeah, probably one of my winger fullbacks, like a or Dewey, depending
1: on who I punt. Yep, for sure. Yeah. I'm in the same sort of boat. I think AF, for AFB and Lomax, I think you have a couple of weeks because they've got big, big break evens this week. There's no, yep. like, there's a chance, if especially Dragon's got doggies on Monday. So the chance they might go berserk on that one. But for Noah Blake, I think he's break even's in the high 70s. So we're going to give. We'll get one opportunity to have a look at him, I reckon.
2: Yeah. Speaking
0: Same of right. this, speaking of the center merry go just a quick little mention to to Wanga Blake, my um my, my panic trade. What are you guys <laughs> scoring today? He's actually scoring all right. His last his last week scored forty two, this week he scored sixty five.
1: So he's the, best, he's he's the coming... best center in fantasy right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. So that was a very very that was a very very lucky play for me.
1: Nice. I like that. But who's, uh, who's on your list of players in the next few weeks, Any?
0: So I'll probably be getting in... <laughs> I know it's a bit of a laugh, but I'll probably be getting in Moylan um, this week. Uh, 392k, last three-game average of 47.7. That's, that's... He's massively over over playing his price tag. Yep. Um, Raymond's on my list as well, if I can sort of sneak him as well, because he's just... It's like I've going to build my team full of centers again
1: <laughs> he's a cheeky pot I reckon mate coming up he's a, only a 1.5% owner you take out that game he got injured against Penner if he actually averages 58 so he got suspended yeah. for that hit on Dufty that pulled him out the first one then obviously he's fractured eye socket but hopefully if he can stay on the field I think he's going to be a massive pod. And I think it could be, it could be
0: a keeper centre as well. So, like, that's the sort of players I'm looking for. And I think the one major one I'm probably going to bring in, um, Tohu Harris, just for that consistent 60-plus scores. And he's plays around 17, and I don't see him missing the game because he's he's um, smart as well. He doesn't get sent off for head, head highs or anything. Just that 60-plus player, you know
1: you know what you're going to get from him. Yeah, totally agree. So, my I've got AFB as well. The guy I want to bring in next... Is CHN, obviously Corey Hiranara. I think it's the last opportunity. Mm. If we don't have him and you want him, he's at 560K now and his break even's very, I think it's in negative actually. 17% owner. So he's going to, he's back pretty much. He's filling that edge very, very well for for Ricky Stewart. So I think I'll bring him in next week. But in terms of other lists, Sean Johnson, I think because Trinola played Penrith next week, I'll probably give him one more week and then bring him in the week after. Again, no one loves him. 0.5% ownership, so less than 1%. Last game against the Titans, because obviously he took the seven jersey, 400 kick meters, so I think that will continue, he's got the goal kicking as well. And for people who don't realize, I think, even though I might seem biased with the Sharkies, (laughs) I'll put it on the line right now. The Sharks will make the finals. I'll, I'll read this draw to you, and I reckon they might lose two or three games only. And I reckon reckon they are a special to knock off the Panthers next Friday too. (laughs) And they'll they'll be in my multi, head-to-head. I'll quickly read the draw to the app. So they've got Penrith, Cowboys, Broncos, New Zealand, Canberra, Bulldogs, Manly, New Zealand, Knights, Tigers, Broncos, and they finish off with a Storm, who might rest every single player in the last round. You got yeah. New Zealand twice. New Zealand are pretty hot at the moment, and the Cowboys are pretty hot as well. Like, they'd be some tough games. Last time we played the Cowboys, we flogged them by fifty. We're back. I'm telling you, we're going to go yeah. on a massive run. Hey, here. Hey, you just, you just fucking, you just
0: basically put on ass at the start of the season when I said started the podcast. I said Paris back, and now you. Spin out this this crap. I
2: will tell you what, if if Sharkies do make the eight, they're making up the numbers. They're not going to have any impact on the on the actual grand final.
1: Oh no doubt. <laughs> we're a winning club, mate. We got we're mate, very proud. Look, to, well, to be fair, the Dragons are in the top eight. Yeah, we beat them two weeks ago. We, we'll we, hold our place in the eight too. We've flogged, oh, we've, it, we've we've flogged the Dragons twice this year. We flogged them in Golden Point the other day. Oh yeah, we had a weak side then. <laughs> you still have a weak side. Look, uh, no. they've got Debellon back. The finals, the final histories are kept. Yeah. We'll be all right. All right, moving on now, boys. Any cheapies cu- uh, catching your eye, corpse?
2: Yeah, well, other than the guy, I'm not going to try and say his name. The one, the edge player in the Storm, Trent Noyero. Yeah, man. Trent. We'll just know. go with Trent for now until we get his last name. And the other one, so- the uh, fantasy amateurs' favourite son, uh, Greg Marzu. Mm. He uh well. he come on, yeah did some good things. I don't know whether he's going to hold his spot though because they had a quite a few out. But he gets massive raps and <laughs> we say there is a difference between the uh, reggies and then NRL. But Jeezy scores well in the reggies as well. He can find the line. <laughs> I mean, he's Tartans a big, he's a big that body. Bad. Hey, get him involved and his tackle breaks are through the roof yeah.
1: in uh in Reggie. So he's a very fantasy relevant player. I'm actually I'm glad hoping. you brought that up, cause because I uh, going back to Trent. We'll call him Trent, the flight steward. Trent, he's the Queensland Cup actually. Take the fantasy, like you know how you you picked up the New South Wales Cup stuff. Yeah, they their fantasy numbers as well, and he averages forty two in his six games. That's Trent. Yeah, so that's pretty. Yeah, good. that's handy.
2: Oh, I know they're they or they both. I mean, everyone's going to be looking at them, aren't they? But the other big thing is people have got to be careful because everyone's down in their trades like yeah. if you held your trades and yeah you can jump on one of those two. you definitely would but teamless Tuesday will obviously help decide that one.
1: Yeah Greg had some good base 157 metres run one line break two five tackle breaks which is kind of noted for but I guess the biggest thing is Corey Thompson he's one of the best wingers in the comp right now and he's been out with that ankle injury so he'll, yeah, walk, he'll walk back he's, with that team. He's the new accountant isn't he? Yeah now Cam Smith
2: was <laughs> the accountant look he looks like an accountant himself.
1: Yeah, he's pretty small for a winger. Followed in his footsteps, the button-up sure? shirt, tie on. Good on him. Yeah, they might too as well. Andy, did you pick up anyone else?
0: Uh, look, to be fair, look, there is one that caught my eye, but whether I'll pick him up or not, it's tough. It's um, Albert Kelly, mate. <laughs> Where, where's he come from? And, and I suppose with Milford out for five weeks, that's he just stay, keeps that spot, doesn't he? There was 66 points on the weekend. Um, I'm not too sure what that thing around his head was, but maybe it's giving him some extra extra superpowers because he's, he's actually no, his ear
2: he, he's he's got partially yeah. tore. Um, in red just right. before he come into the NRL side, the Bronx. So it's a it's right. yeah. so a yeah. protects you, the
0: stitching or something.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't. Think I remember he's wearing it, it for looks.
0: I remember it come off uh, the first the first tackle in the game uh, last week. He's just left off the whole game.
1: It Looks like he's, he's playing water polo. The... It does <laughs> big time, but we've got to keep an eye on uh, Joey Lussick as well. Be interesting these scans tomorrow if it rules out Reed True. for a while. He's at something yeah. like two twenty or something two twenty k. That could be a big one. Yeah, and if he's playing eighty minutes, you, geez, you'd yeah be silly not to go for him. At big time, big time. All right, moving on, boys. Next question: Is it too late to pick up Brandon Smith and Nico Hines? Corpse thoughts. I think it is. Yeah, I think like if you're chasing
2: coin. Um, I would be looking at one of those three that we just talked about. Um, If you were going to pick one of the two, I'd probably go the cheese. But I mean, you've always got that big worry of Grant and Pappenhausen coming back. Mm. So I think cheese is probably a bit more consistent, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see if Pappenhausen
1: is back um, because he is due back around 14, but who knows? He was floating around the box. He was looking the best that he had. Bellamy said after the game, they're not still not rushing him, so he's back at training. I think he said he did two sessions, but I'll, I'll probably be surprised if he plays this weekend. I reckon probably the following weekend. But he did look. Yeah. he looked a lot better. But for me, I'm the same as you. I think cheese is the. I think you have missed the boat on Nico. So I think Nico yeah. might have a couple games left. He's already going to be at 700K tomorrow. So between the two of them, I think they'll find a spot for cheese. Like if he's not at nine, he'll be at 13 and he'll be playing big minutes anyway. But Andy, any thoughts there? Oh, look, 100%. percent yeah, they exactly the same of you guys. Um,
0: it's their uh, job security is a, is a problem or a risk. And you're not going to pick him up now anyways because uh, uh, unless you – because they don't play around 17. So I don't think any, there's any benefit. If you haven't already picked him up, it's just too late now. you got to have two players that aren't playing 17. You might as well make another play for someone who's a similar role who does play. You can get those
1: 50 points in that round 17. Totally agree. And just jump on some Sharks players because you haven't missed the boat yet. We're just making a Did run. You, all,
0: their, all their players, I've looked at it before, there's not much high scoring averages in the Sharks. No. If you look at all the, all the averages – so, Bring up right now. Not yet, because uh, we haven't won our 13 in a row. When we win 13 <laughs> in a row, we're going to be very fantasy relevant. So the, so their highest average, 51, is a center, Jesse Raymond. 51, then it goes second, Chad Townsend at 50, then Blake Braley at 46, and then Tolman at 44. So not very high scoring, but look, I'll, I'll take you, not yet. I'll see how the, the second half of the season goes. Buy buy low,
1: sell high, mate. <laughs> the TK way. All right, next, last question, boys. Jaden Braley and Connor Watson, both kind of having a little bit of a not a bad patch. Not Connor Watson, anyway. Jaden Brayley is. Let's just get a few thoughts about whether you're going to be holding or selling these two boys moving forward. Anyone would kick off with you?
0: Yeah, so I think Brayley's a massive sell. He's 738k. I'm probably going to drop to maybe seven. Seven ten maybe after this round, but mm. I think he's a big sell. His last three average is forty one. I'm not too sure whether he's just whether the other team's got him involved more, or they're just trying to change his role, and not getting too gassed in a game, so he's doing less tackles or something. But uh, I think he's a sell, especially when you're putting out score that many that low scores for a seven hundred k price tag. Yeah, there's other options out there. Like you can go a a, a Smith. Uh, the cheese, who's cheaper. He's probably be the same price after this round, but uh, he's actually scoring 60 plus or someone who's got potential. So, I, I, yeah, he's a sell for me. With Watson, it's, it's, hard. it's hard because he's still floating around that sort of good, just good scores. Yeah. He's still breaking, like being his break even. his break even was 37 and he got 54. And he's still got that dual position. Like, And he's getting that score off the bench. So I think his versatility in fantasy actually is uh, is a bit of a hold um but if you need to get players before round 17 that nice do play he could be a sell yeah. I'd say just keep, keep him until round 16 because he's still going to make a bit I mean he might like top out just on round 16 so you can probably sell him for a
1: for the ultimate amount of cash sell high yeah one of the listeners <laughs> with Brails, they said that his hands broken. That's why he's missing – he missed another four tackles today. And remember on Tuesday I brought up the stat that he's missed 11 tackles, and that's the same as his first 10 weeks was the last two weeks for him. So it's quite interesting that he's now got 45, 39, and 40 in his last three games. So I'm, a, I'm selling him this week for sure. Mm. And I'll tell you who I'm going to be buying in the next couple of weeks as well. But Corbis, I want to get your thoughts.
2: Yeah, well, he's lost all those snipes. They've got no front foot footy at all. And, geez, they got – it was hard today with some of their big men missing but yeah he I didn't men- I should have mentioned him before as a sort of bloke that I'm looking to get out because I'm hoping that sort of Tommy and others do play and I can get rid of this bloke because yeah he's his last few scores have been pretty ordinary so I'm sort of with you on that one I'm hoping the um the Marnie is maybe going to miss a few weeks bring in Joey Billy Joey sorry Joey that would that would be the, a good one for me with Watson, I did – I was listening to the radio just quickly to the game today. Lockie Fitzgibbon whacked someone, and I yeah, don't know if the refs it got off, it, but they yeah. reckon the the match review might get it. He might get a couple of weeks. So that might give you – I know I don't own Barnett, but that might um, give you Barnett and Watson owners uh, a little bit more time with them, and they might go back to that previous role that we all loved before Fitzgibbon came on the stand. I mean, he did make a good um, – line break today, but yeah, I I, you know, I don't think he's... Uh, I'd have those other blokes back into the the positions they
1: had before he came back. Yeah, I saw the tackle, mate. I reckon he's going to cop two. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I think two weeks, but the guy that I reckon that everyone should put on the radar, <laughs> and when you're selling Jaden Browley, and I'll do it ASAP, it's his brother, Blake. Blake's averaging 51 over the last three games. He's at 589k. He's only owned by 1% of people. And like I said, I wouldn't do it this week because I've got Penrith. But when they go on the run and they win 10 in a row, I'm telling you, a lot of it's going to be on the back of Blake Brayley. He's starting to pick up his running game and his kicking game again. And I think he's pretty cheap at 589k. He's come back to a really, really nice price level. And you'll be able to sell it and make 100k going Braley to Braley. Yeah, I just don't rate him. I, maybe, I don't
0: know. I just don't think he, he's a high-scoring player. He might be a, a average sort of 50, plus 50 player, but... I just can't see him scoring more than 60, 70 points.
1: But at 589, if he's averaging 50, that's what you want. That's how you get a good player. If you get a player that averages 50 at 589K, you're taking it every day of the week.
2: Yeah, that means he's still got about 100K to make. But at average of 50, what, just a, yeah, about that 680K maybe, pushing the 700. Put it in your book, boys put in the book oh but that's the thing it's going to be it's you're not going to have enough trades are you it's going to like you said you've got to have, be really strategic from here on in because yeah, some of us haven't and we've just been react trading
1: um, um, that's the biggest thing isn't it whoever you bring in now is very likely to be part of your your back end like literally yeah well do you want Braley for your run home yes when you've like, the other you do yeah right <laughs> eh? <laughs>
2: he's really he's really uh, backing
0: his oh, sharks mate I
1: haven't, got a, sharks, I haven't bought a sharks player form. all year and now we got fits, Yeah, and that's why you rank's so good, mate. <laughs> imagine, imagine I follow the Sharks. They go downhill, they get the spoon, and then no, i go for You'll be outside the 10,000 with Andy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, come, come.
1: Oh, another great show tonight, boys. We'll be back on Tuesday night for all your questions, a little bit better team lists, and uh, then we got, what, Origin on Wednesday and it's interesting mm. moving into the to the next week cuz it's the first time we're going to have this new rules new kind of way that they're refereeing origin but boys before we go origin tip cuz oh wait no we got tuesday we can do origin tips on tuesday yeah you yep. throw me on the spotty <laughs> new south wales by 40 yeah. oh. i'd say so. into cronulla head to head that's a great that's your you? next bet can i put my punters club early new south there wales head to head into cronulla head to head paying $69 just yeah, give me your
0: money. Just give me your money. I'll invest
1: it. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen on Facebook, thank you for tuning in. And guys, we'll check you on Tuesday. See you, boys. Good See catch See lads. There's yeah. lads.